The World Health Organization warns the COVID-19 outbreak inching closer to a pandemic. Chinese President Xi Jinping visits Wuhan, the epicenter of the coronavirus outbreak. Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte will not lock down Metro Manila despite a rise in COVID-19 cases here in the Philippines. And Philippine lawmakers give the health department a 1.6 billion peso supplemental budget to fight COVID-19. Good afternoon. I'm Carmina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Welcome to the program. A dire warning from the World Health Organization. The WHO says the new coronavirus that first emerged in the Chinese city of Wuhan late last year is inching closer to a pandemic. The disease, now known as COVID-19, has infected more than 110,000 people and killed nearly 4,000 in China and across the world. It's certainly troubling that so many people and countries have been affected so quickly. Now that the virus has a foothold in so many countries, the threat of a pandemic has become very real. But it would be the first pandemic in history that could be controlled. The bottom line is we're not at the mercy of the virus. For all countries, the aim is the same. Stop transmission and prevent the spread of the virus. The rule of the game is never give up. On Tuesday, Mongolia and Panama joined the list of countries with COVID-19 infections. Mongolia's case is a French national, while Panama's patient is a 40-year-old woman who had traveled from Spain. Chinese President Xi Jinping in Wuhan to inspect efforts to contain COVID-19. It's his first visit to the epicenter of the outbreak since it began late last year. China's COVID-19 death toll reached 3,136 Tuesday. Infections also rose to 8,000, make that 80,754. But for a third day, there have been no locally transmitted cases outside Hubei where Wuhan is located. In South Korea, cases are still rising, with the total now at 7,513. The death toll there rose to 54 Tuesday. South Korea is battling Asia's biggest outbreak outside China. Italy now on nationwide lockdown due to COVID-19. Public gatherings have been banned, while all, make that all sporting events have been suspended. Italy has the worst coronavirus outbreak in Europe, with 463 deaths and more than 9,000 cases. The Philippine consulate in Milan is verifying reports a Filipino is among those infected. Filipino po ito. Kaso wala po tayong detalye maibigay dahil ang request ay upang magkaroon sila ng oh, privacy. No, no. Nagkaroon kami ng exchange no? sa nasabing Pilipino. Hanggang doon na lang ang aming uh, ginagawa mm-hmm. sa so, mamonitor natin. There are over 160,000 Filipinos currently living in Italy. The COVID-19 outbreak in Italy takes another deadly turn as violence breaks out in prisons over measures against the disease. Here's the full story. As the spread of coronavirus grips northern Italy, prison riots have erupted, leaving six inmates dead and two guards taken hostage. 
Riots have hit prisons across Italy as a result of quarantine measures for the coronavirus. At least six inmates have died. On Sunday, the government, as part of wider and sweeping quarantine measures, declared restrictions on family visitations, no direct contact with visitors, only phone and remote methods. That's what sparked the rioting. Amidst the chaos, two guards were taken hostage and released after police raids. The Justice Ministry said fires have been set at a number of prisons, causing severe damage. At least 25 prisons have seen violence. Of the six inmate deaths, two were caused by an overdose of stolen drugs from the prison infirmaries. The causes of the other four remain unclear. Hundreds have died from the virus in Italy, with wide parts of the country on virtual lockdown. Here at home, Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte refuses to place Metro Manila on lockdown even after the country's COVID-19 cases rose to 24. Duterte says he is confident the Philippines can survive the outbreak. Billy Ramos reports. No Metro Manila lockdown for now, despite a rise in COVID-19 cases here in the Philippines. With most of the infections in the national capital region, a Philippine lawmaker suggested closing off Metro Manila for at least a week to minimize the risk of a mass transmission. But President Duterte says a lockdown could affect access to necessities like rice and oil. We have not reached that kind of contamination. With this uh, transmission, you want to close down the economy at this time. There will be a time, I suppose. I hope not. I hope God will have mercy on, on the Filipino people. There might be a time, but at this time you want me to. It's too early. Hindi ko sinasabi na bakit hintayin mo ba magkasakit lahat. It's not that, but you have to balance. But the president did announce the suspension of classes in all levels in Metro Manila until March 14th. One is to uh, keep safe the children. Second is that uh, we're going to establish a benchmark. Kung ilan pa ang madagdagan. At ngayon, kung itong walang klase, would it uh, somehow reduce the number of the victims? If we keep our children sequestered at home and study there, the virus is so virulent that, uh, you know, even a contact, a mere uh, talking and handshaking uh, could uh, place you in jeopardy. And we are trying to avoid uh, losses, especially lives. As COVID-19 continues to rapidly spread in other countries, Duterte assured Filipinos abroad the Philippine government is ready to bring them back home if necessary. I have a great ship, a Philippine Navy ship station in Europe. And they can, every Filipino can make use of it. Even with one passenger, the ship will sail. It was Duterte himself who announced Monday night the rise in COVID-19 cases in the country. 
But the Philippine leader is rejecting the no-touch policy proposed by the Presidential Security Group as a precautionary measure against the disease. No, I will not decline invitations. Okay. I will shake hands with everybody. I am going to Mindanao to visit my dead soldiers, if, I, if they are still there, and to congratulate my warriors. I'm sure that the scientists all over the world are working overtime to look for the vaccine. Hindi ito magtatagal. Sir? Uh, I'm confident that uh, we will uh, survive this contagion. Uh, Billy Ramos, ABS-CBN News. The Philippine House Appropriations Committee has approved a 1.6 billion peso supplemental budget for the health department's COVID-19 response. That's despite President Duterte's pronouncements. He won't certify the supplemental budget as urgent as there's enough money to fund government measures to contain the outbreak. Health officials have sought some 3.1 billion pesos in additional funding to cover costs for quarantine, personal protective equipment, and the Research Institute for tropical medicines operations. The Philippines has approved the use of locally produced rapid diagnostic kits to accommodate the growing number of patients that need to be screened for COVID-19. We were talking about this earlier with WHO's Dr. Rabi Abia Singh. The Food and Drug Administration announced the approval Tuesday, saying the kits developed by Filipino scientists can provide a more accessible and less costly diagnostic procedure. Philippine Secretary to the Cabinet, Carlo Nograles, earlier said President Duterte has given the go signal to use those kits. The president said go. Let's use those, <clears throat> those uh, rapid uh, diagnostic test kits ng um, Manila Health Tech also because it is something that is being supported by the DOST. And the DOST using their own funds is willing to, um, to uh, support the production of these test kits so that it can be propagated and used by the different local hospitals. The Philippines is currently using testing kits prescribed by the World Health Organization, but a rising global demand has affected supply. Local firm Manila Health Tech now coordinating with local authorities for the release of the 1,000 test kits this week and another 2,000 in two more weeks. WHO Philippines Representative Rabindra Abia Singh tells, uh, telling us earlier, while their permission is not needed, they hope the FDA can share the results of how they approve the testing kits. They're all after um, accuracy here. That was a statement coming from Dr. Rabi Abia Singh. In the United States, the governor of Illinois declares a state of disaster due to the COVID-19 outbreak. Governor J.B. Pritzker says the declaration will open or make that will open up more resources to stop the spread of the disease. Four more people in Illinois test positive for COVID-19, bringing the total number of infections to 11. Today, in the next phase of our continued effort to stay ahead of these changing circumstances, I am formally announcing a disaster proclamation for Illinois. 
our version of a state of emergency. The disaster proclamation is an operational procedure that opens up a substantial set of federal and state resources and tools. It allows our state disaster relief fund to cover the costs related to our preparations and our response. And when the White House turns on the Stafford Act, as we expect, this act qualifies Illinois for federal reimbursement dollars from this point forward. In New York City, Mayor Bill de Blasio asks employers to consider staggering workers' start times to ease crowding public transportation. He also appeals for more telecommunicate, or take the, make that telecommuting where possible. As of Monday afternoon, there were 20 confirmed COVID-19 cases in New York, America's most populous city. For employers that are, usually have their employees all come in at one at time, if you can mix that up, particularly get that away from the harder rush hour, very helpful. If you have a business where people typically all come in at 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock and you can get some of them to come in at 10 and work later, that really helps us. So we're looking for either or both of those accommodations from employers to the maximum extent they can. And that's today's online edition of Dateline Philippines. Thanks for joining us. I'm Carmina Constantino. Don't forget to like and share this video and leave your comments below.